I'm I was wondering if after all. <laughs> when you said hello, it's me, I thought you were going to do the, it's me. Hi. I'm the problem, it's me. That's was kind of nice. I don't like Taylor Swift. You're not a Tay Tay fan? I don't like Aren't you going to go with Maddie Healy? You want to get on board with that? I don't know. It's <laughs> just too much. Like You're Nene Swift. <laughs> right. Do you want to hear how this sounds? Hello there. Oh my god. How good does that sound? Uh. It's easier. Ah! <laughs> I want to do the same to you. I'm making myself burp and sweet audio. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hello. That's so you good. You should do that. Tiki tiki. Who's, oh, who's, no, got, who's got long nails? I fucking hate that. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop. That's just. I just fucking hate that people do that. It's Hot takes on the pod here already, guys. <laughs> Oh, see, I do, see, that's a misophonic disturb. Have you ever feel that disease, misophonia? You've just full on made up a word. No, misophonia. It's the disease of hating people. You. Ch- <laughs> misophonia. Oh, that's very good. That's very, very good. Up top. Fade. Nice. I like that. Buckets. Um, okay. <laughs> Buckets. But, uh, no, misophonia is the f- is the reluctance or aversion to sounds of people eating, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. Okay, you ready yeah, for this? Here first, folks. Dropping it on you now. Dropping Mod it on is misophonia. People with misophonia are affected emotionally by common sounds, usually those made by others and usually ones that other people don't pay attention to. These sounds involve breathing, yawning, chewing, create a fight or flight <coughs> response that triggers anger and a desire to escape. That's what that shit is. Wow. Right. <coughs> Let's get down to brass business. Hello. And you're Hello. very... I was talking to the audience about it. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like Come you've on. never done a podcast before. I have stage fear. It's, it's not fucking amateur hour, okay? <laughs> Hello, and you're very welcome to episode 42 of Higher Fidelity. You can say wow into the mic if you want. You just literally ripped on Meltem for speaking during your intro. I just because I want an excuse to rip on Meltem, really, to be <laughs> fair. Uh, my guest this episode is Shane O'Neill. My oldest... Dearest and best friend, say hi. Uh, it's kind of awkward, Peter. You're like, okay, so I said third. say hi. <laughs> I said say hi. Hey, everyone, how's it going? You had to do. I am Shane. You've probably heard of me. Um, <laughs> Would they have? I, no. What, we, what <laughs> band do we know you from? Um, just being about, you being know. About. And also, we have present Melton. Hey, everybody. Shane's long standing girlfriend. It's not that long, actually. Wow. <laughs> Oof, God, there's actually a knife in my <laughs> back. Could you please oh, just. Oh, first of all, before we get stuck into the episode, let's just recap the day so far. Mm. Caught up this morning with some focaccia at a cafe called Meet Me in the Morning, which I think is a fucking terrible name for a cafe. Because when I was meeting up with someone before, I was like, right, where are we going to go? And they're like, Meet Me in the Morning. And I was like, Grant, where? Like, Meet Me in the Morning. They're like, oh, sorry, that's the name. And I was like, terrible fucking name. Just call yourself something like The Eatery. Something a bit with a little, a little less imagination. If you might, if you're gonna have a name with imagination, have it be good imagination. I mean, focaccia. Meet me and honestly, that, that's I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, the focaccia was very nice. So we went from there to a drag brunch mm-hmm. with uh, Chanel and Shakira Knightley. <laughs> Who do we bit prefer? Of key. I preferred Shakira Knightley. Shakira Knightley yeah, all Shakira the way was also. so cool. Yeah. They dropped a few sentences on us that I thought was amazing. In, in their in their efforts to hype up the room. Um, Shakira Knightley said James lads I know there's an energy crisis but didn't know what's happening in this room epic epic <laughs> so what a potent phrase fantastic no, a few get moments um, what did I do guys what did you volunteer me to do so we volunteered Peter for an unknown task uh, the previous one was a lime and spoon race yeah. which I thought was 
hilarious. I, I was like, if that's good, if that's a bit of me next yeah, time around, I would obviously do that. That's top notch. That's top notch. Um, so we volunteered Peter, and it turned out that he had to do a a catwalk demo thing. A strut. No, it was like a strut. Try out for modeling. They said TG Car were doing like Irish Next Top Model, <laughs> and they're going to find out who it was. Uh, and I thought it'd be something easy, like a shitty pub game. Like, and I was kind—I of, also kind of felt robbed of the first gang. If we look it up, they were like, "What's your name? Where do you work? What's your deal?" I would have yeah. loved to have said to Wigwam, "I work in like a zero with a health food shop," and B see what Shakira Knightley made of that. Bits is yeah. what she would have made of that. <laughs> Absolute bits. Yeah, but um, no, I was made to do a strut up and down the hallway um, or the long kind of walk of the bar, uh, and to to a rousing response. Mm-hmm. Um, which was kind of nice I, I incorporated a chair into proceedings and then made my, made my way back um, and in the judging moment there was a very loud table full of a lot of people who were just who had decided this is gas 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 yeah the gang um, they voted the loudest for their friend who got up but uh, Shakira Knightley to her credit said well I think the fan favourite is this person but on a technical level I think it's going to go to this chap here to be fair you would have given Jamie Lee Curtis a run for her money her and Arnold Schwarzenegger just have nothing on you that chair was out of this world. What did Jamie D. Curtis do to a chair? Have you never seen that? There's, they're like two spies. It's not called. It's, I feel like it's something called Double Jeopardy or something like that. I don't know. Something. No, Double Jeopardy is with John Cusick and. It was oh, right. Okay, fair enough, man. It was like some generic Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, he had like loads, like Kindergarten Cop and The Terminator and. The... Okay, don't lump Kindergarten Cop in with a shit film with Jamie D. Curtis. Kindergarten Cop's a fantastic film. Okay, well. Stop eating no. other people's lunches. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a good film. I just can't remember what it's called, and it left a very small impression on me. But still, so I won a free drink, which I didn't take. Mm-hmm. So you didn't win anything then, I guess. You have to go back. So you won the option of a free drink. I won the pride of participation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had we we were already a, a Bahama mama deep at this point, and it was doing the luau in my fucking tummy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it wasn't going down well at all. But yeah, we went from there. Drag brunch, great crack. Uh, finished up at around three or so. Then we headed to Arasu, the photo gallery. Photo booth. Photo booth. Close enough. And took took some took some little pickies, which were kind of fun. Yeah. Nice and cute. Cute as fuck. Cute as balls. This episode is sponsored by Arasu, the photo gallery slash photo booth. They did actually sponsor a round for another round, but like yeah. they did sponsor a go for because we did two goes. One of them we didn't get the little video bit, and they were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that sucks. Go again." And we did. Uh, and then they're like, "Yeah, you still don't have the video, so if you can get the fuck out of our shop, it'd be yeah. great." But yeah, that was the day so far. That was a good day. Like we nailed it. Was... We got a lot done. Yeah. Yeah. The benefits, Shane, of having you on is mm-hmm. like simple origami. Twofold. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get anyone else. No. Okay, uh, well. And I mean, it is episode 42. You'd think that your oldest and dearest friend would have been on sooner. But like, the second reason is that this is episode 42, and that the number 42 is synonymous with The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. True. My favourite series of books and a series that you introduced me to. Yeah, because I'm a legend. You are a legend, to yeah. be fair to you. Legend in your own lunch break. Um, You... When I asked you first to be on the podcast, you said you were reluctant to be honest because you're like, I don't know enough about music, which is a gross overestimation of the people who've been on this so far. I, I just want to say I was called out for not listening to this podcast. Well, when I started at first back in 2019, I remember you once said to me, you were like, after we hung out for a few months, or after a few months after it launched, we were hanging out and you were like, yeah, I listened to a few of the episodes and all that thanks. He goes, yeah, I just don't anymore because I just haven't a clue what you're talking about. It, it, like you, you could have been talking about bands or I, I don't know, just like inventing a new language. You know, it was like the Ruffle Feathers with their synthesonic bismoids you know like it was it was just I double always heavily associated you with music wow because you had your, you've got your great eights in piano and all that kind of stuff you've fully haven't you yeah i mean yeah. you can play the piano you've you've got classical training in the piano i i mean i suppose you could yeah. say that yeah, well you know you i can't i can't say it because it's true you you are are you are like a 
a, a top tier piano playing person. Oh, it's, yes. It's which is mad, right? Sorry, okay, like you have your greatest pianist. You you've got files and awards to say I can do this, right? Also, you were the first person I ever knew to own an iPod. Yeah. Which yeah. is enough to be like a music person. Yeah, I mean. And yeah. do you remember? Was it, it was a little green thing, and yeah, a little I do. leather leather flippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I felt uh, I felt cool walking around with that. You I'm, should be, also, I'm just gonna get a glass of water because my lips are getting dry. And Go I, for it. So another thing I wanted to talk about as well is that oftentimes whenever we hang out, I'll get back to the point I was making prior to me getting water and you doing a big poo poo. It's huge. Oftentimes when we have conversations, they follow a line that is very hard to connect. <laughs> Case in point, when we might talk about the iPod, look at me looping this back in already. You were the first so person, good at that. person I knew with an iPod. First person I knew with that. And I was like, cool. We'll get into the particulars of how we met for the first time yes, in a bit. Right. I don't know if you remember this, but one night, Dad decided to put the tent up in the back garden. I, I remember very much. This is like one of my core memories. No way. Yeah, I, okay, I know exactly like, what like you're going to say. It's like a fourth tier one for me. But anyway. um, <laughs> we so decided to camp in the back garden, which is like always like a very impotent move it's like you've got you've got the outside you've got the tent why are we doing it in the back garden yeah. and also you're like your little sister came along like morn is great but like when i was 12 it wasn't cool and dad was there as well yeah but he's kind of cool nice hmm. you said it not me <laughs> <laughs> no hate more now yeah tatsy's cool as well confirmed yep can um, i ask what tatsy's is second name it's just and I, I have no idea where i came from to be honest. dad was just really small when he was younger and everyone called him tatsy and the nickname has lasted through three generations like yeah like because shane's parents Call him Totsy. Well, yeah. that's because their dad and Declan knew each other growing up and all that stuff. They're like, yeah, that's okay. his nickname. Okay. Surprised my dad wasn't called Totsy. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, how did your dad escape? Yeah. They, just, they just met fucking Totsy first. And they're like, oh, we've already we've already got a Totsy. We can't call Declan Small as well. Um, Keep going. Anyway, so we were camping in my back garden. This is just on you having like musical knowledge that you assume you don't anymore when you definitely do. We were lying in my uh, sorry. I spilled water all over my crotch. Um, so I'm soaking. That's around. what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 look, yeah. But your water here smells like piss as well. What's that about? Um, <laughs> but. Do you ever reckon that, like, you know how sometimes your piss can smell like chickadees? You mentioned this earlier on, and I kind of I let it slide yeah, down, like, but like... It tastes like chickadees. <laughs> it does. What are you talking about? How do you know? When does piss, when does piss ever smell like chickadees? We use the same toilet. My piss always smells like chickadees. His piss should always I get smells like chickadees. That's a massive, massive red flag. <laughs> it should not Very be... Very yellow as well. Do I have, like, a kidney disease or it something? It should not be smelling of a yellow maize corn snack ever. It's water waste. So the next time you do it, I, just I mean, make him smell. It's kind of nice. I'm, well, like chickadees always smell nice, Ew. but I don't want to, I don't want the end of my knob to smell like fucking chickadees. Well, it's not that the end of my knob smells. It's like what's inside my. Any, it doesn't matter. You know, well, what I'm, I, I'm sorry I brought it okay, up. Well, I'm sorry that you're having that issue happen <laughs> to you. That doesn't sound fun at all. Um, anyway, garden tent iPod. I'm cool. Uh, Melton, quickly, you have to go. Yes, I have to. So we're going to sing you out, and you dropped a bomb on me at drag brunch, which I'm glad you did. That you're a massive Hannah Montana fan. Yeah. Currently working your way through fan. the series. Yeah, almost finished the fourth season. I don't know if it's the last season. If it is, I'm going to cry. See, I can't remember what happened throughout the seasons. So what point are we at now? What point of the arc? What's happening to uh, Hannah at the I moment? I think they are almost seniors. Like, they're kind of... Like, they, it's not... It's I think it's their third year in high school. Because the first season is, like, their first year, second year, and third year. Yeah. And then... Oh, it can't be. Okay, the fourth season is their maybe fourth year, but I'm not sure. They're not graduating yet. So it's kind of like still pretty much like who's animal. the boy at the moment is it the guy who austin butler is it the blondie haired guy jake is it him that's in at the moment no. is it the love interest no is no. he gone no he's not there like i wasn't austin butler was it no it's I'm not Oz, bro austin butler was jake the drake the, the love interest in hannah montana do you don't know this i know oh uh, well i don't think he appeared yet elvis then. there was a blonde guy he plays elvis wow he started i know he i know he was the sexy it? guy in zoe 101 as well i know is he but like i wow. don't think he was imagine as a kid like some adult being like yeah you're you're sexy enough to be the love interest that's that's kind of strange. No, being like a Disney hot boy would be like insane. 
Yeah, I definitely would not want to be the Disney <laughs> hotboy in Hollywood. I just... Oh, no, it wasn't Jake. What the fuck was it's, his name? It's not. It's someone else. Oh, uh, but no, Austin Butler was a Disney... He was in something else, I think. Yeah. He's in Hannah Montana. What? Yeah, he's not is Jake. He, is he in the movie, though? He's not in the movie. Obviously, the movie's class. Um... But so you yeah, he's not even there yet because he had like another I think, I think, guy. No, I'm getting confused because I think Austin Butler, I think Jake I'm thinking of is a different actor. Yeah. Same blonde yeah. Guy, but Austin Butler is in an episode of Hannah Montana and he also was the good looking guy in Zoe 101 for a bit as well. He was like, the, yeah. they, they would just swoop this guy in and he'd be like, this is the Bjor for this few episodes. Everyone loves him, class. Yeah. Run me through some of your favourite Hannah Montana tracks. Uh, currently, I mean, I kind of listen to the, la- I don't know the album's name, to be honest, but I like the Nobody's Perfect and the, what, is it called a rock star? Rockstar. I think I it's just called I'm a rock star. Not it's just fun. It's amazing. I kind of got like big like scrubs. You know, Very much. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, exactly. I could pick the flat on your car. I might even be a rock star. They're always relevant. We're going to sing you bloody out yeah. with Nobody's Perfect. This one, is, two. What are we called? One, two, What's our band called? Um, Peter Shane and Mel Tan. Man, they're playing EP, bro. Uh, diaphanous cheese. I don't. Diaphanous cheese. Uh, di- well, diaphanous actually. Flipping diaphanous lizards. cheese. Kind of like translucent, you know. I, okay. I, I just, I just, it's, it seemed reasonably artsy. Also, I will say our two favorite moments from the Hannah Montana series in total are Jackson moments. I do love Jackson. I uh, love Jackson. When Rico do- is my favorite. Rico. Oh, Moses Arias, what a legend! Um, but you just the- showing off that you remember his name. Who could forget Moises Arias? <laughs> uh, but the Bucky Kentucky moment, uh, Jackson's impressions of Ozzy Osbourne as well. Oh, oh yeah. So what good. I yeah. fucking you love watched is, that episode, did yeah. yeah. What I uh, forget, what I love as well, and I always, it's a, one of the great, great lines, I think, in children's TV, is uh, Miley is dressing up to try and, like, she's dressing up really st- deliberately bad for some reason, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what the point of the episode is, and Jackson goes down and goes, geez, Miley, if you don't like the guy, just <laughs> tell him. And that's so fucking funny to me. She's just so brilliant. Here we go. I got I just got it on Spotify. Everybody, Everybody has, has those days. days. One, two, three, four. Everybody, Everybody has those days. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. That's right. Everybody has those days. Everybody has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way. Yeah. Time to meet a jam. I gotta make a plan. It might be crazy. I do it anyway. No way to know for sure. I figure out a cure. I'm patching up the holes. But then it overflows. I'm not doing too well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so hard on myself? Nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it again and again till I get it right. Nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it again and again till you get it right. Nobody's perfect. Nice. Unreal. That was perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's but guys, I think it's to be fair. We fucking were. Yeah, we are. Uh, Us and Shakira Knightley. Shakira. Brilliant. Mm, stars yeah. of the day. So I'm going to say bye here after my first debut yeah. as a singer. I mean, well I'd, done. I'd put a Single. I put, put a boogie bloody dollar down on <laughs> that. That was amazing. Oak mm. Nuggins. Okay. Fair play for being on. Yeah, hey. None's bye, ripple. everybody. And well, hope you enjoyed this. I want to remind Peter of his shameful, 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 shameful. childhood Peter. past. Is Shane short for shameful? Pudgy Pete. Don't drop that on me, bro. I mean, don't have to call Anyways, me. bye. <laughs> See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Bye. We were talking about us being in the tent. Uh, so we're there oh, yeah. with the iPod. You uh, you think you're cool. 
you think dad's cool as well and I were there and you have your little green iPod it's a little leather flip case and as we're lying there in the in the sleeping bag you pull out your headphones and you're like stick stick a bud in bro uh, put an, I put an earphone in and um, you play me what you say is your favourite Beatles song which ends up being Martha My Dear which for an 11 year old is a pretty like hardcore Beatles track to have I got range kid yeah and then speaking of range that ends and you go this is also fucking class and it was Red Hooded Sweatshirt by Adam Sandler which was a tune back in the day no fair no it's always a, look banger's banger I'm not afraid to say it uh, but just that's an example of the, the dichotomy that Shane enjoys the tangential breakneck speed at which this man can change course through a conversation only then recently we were in Kodiak a place you love indeed um, and we had a conversation which I've time stamped by the entrance into the entrance into my notes app because I wrote down these two sentences that Shane said and I can see from the separate entries that this conversation went from this starting point this end point in less than an hour okay <laughs> and the conversation started with Shane stating and I don't remember the rest of the point because the first half was so front loaded I can't remember what the point was but the first line was, the, see, the fundamental flaw with the axiom of capitalism is, and then whatever the fuck you said after that, I was immediately floored by that. When you say it out loud, it kind of sounds kind of dickish. It, I mean, it, I mean, it was very dickish. Wow. Uh, I hope you're under, you're, you're, I hope you're under some illusion that you are a dickhead. I hope I don't sound like that all the time. Well, I, listen I back to I apologize to everyone who's listened this far, uh, <laughs> because it's not really going to change. No, it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to change. That actually kind of sounded like a weak apology. I mean, yeah. No, no, it sounded I like apologize for that apology. It sounded a bit like you were kind of like... But not for me. ...being like unforgiving. You're like, just deal with it, folks. This is what it is. But anyway, so you say you drop the banger of it's the fundamental flaw of the axiom of capitalism is blah, blah, whatever. Within the hour, you drop the sentence, cauliflower is the Danny Phantom of broccoli. I mean, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know how we got there. Yeah. That's, like, that's lost. It's, it's lost all on a journey, man. It's lost on me and the yeah. two pints we had in between. You know, everyone's a hater, Peter, you know. So do you want to drop this banger on us that you said earlier on? It just It's not really going to come across as the banger that I thought it was. It's just I was really, really soft at the time. And someone was just giving me shit. And I turned to them and said, haters hate because it's all they can do. And walked away and felt... It was probably one of the best moments of my life. I felt I felt so cool. Action hero walking away from an explosion yeah, vibe. You also coined a phrase that we're going to keep coining and make sure that it gets out there, which is... It's, it's what, what it's. it's. It's not it is what it is. It's it's what it's. It's what it's. It's what it's. I think it's great. Yeah. Cheers! Cheers to the freaking weekend. I don't, it's what I it's. Mean. Um, but I think the title of this episode is just Shane said something. We were talking beforehand, like friends, and uh, we got distracted. Strong word. We got we got distracted as we often do uh, when we're when I'm near Shane, and uh, the point came to its natural conclusion. And Shane said, "Anyway, you were saying something irrelevant." Which is such a charged <laughs> and loaded, <laughs> aggressive thing to say to someone. But anyway, was I, it untrue? No, you're definitely right. Uh, I digress. And I had gressed back, and yeah. you like pulled me up on we've, gressing. We've regressed quite a yeah. bit here. <laughs> I don't particularly remember the particulars of meeting you first. My memory is, I mean, it was in fourth class. Yep. 2006. Fact about it. 2005? Uh, six sounds about right. F- no, five, five, five. I would have been September of 2005, yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. I would have I been about nine or so. And you came into the class. I, I don't, I remember a few mo- few weeks or so, maybe around Christmas break or so, after we become friends, I was like, oh yeah, I was like the first person who spoke to you. And you're like, well, actually... John Fox spoke to me first. He's like my older friend here. Shit. I remember. I remember I actually, think I remember that. Yeah, I remember taking that and going, "Wow, I guess I've been put in my fucking place." <laughs> but I guess I think what happened. What now, I don't remember the exact specifics of it. But what I assume is, is I saw this sad, lonely, 
ugly little child and I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to step in well, and just... kind of an ugly kid. Yeah, kind of an ugly adult as well. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'll go over and I'll say hello and I'll just be friends and then I proceeded to ruin your life for the next 17 years. The way I remember it was I came into the class full of absolute losers being just super cool. No, but do you remember meeting me for the first time? Because I remember meeting you. I remember being told there's new people in the class today. It was two new chaps. It was you and Chris came in. And I was like, oh, new people. And I guess we just spoke at some point. And then I do actually remember, we just had like the same energy. I, I, I do I do actually remember being like, oh, mom, I met someone today, his name's Peter. She was like, oh, that's cool. I do actually remember that. And then I remember like shortly afterwards, because uh, we were both slow, uh, we never got picked for like catch. So then... This was... Yeah, what yeah we so, so so then we um we decided that we would be two for the price of one. We developed this dynamic where it was yeah. two for the price of one. Because we both sucked, so you'd get two people if you picked us. Well, see, this was the thing. Normally, if two... Again, we, it was always like, it was a hard and fast... We even had a song, do you remember? Two, two for, for the, the price, price of one, one, yeah. Two for the price of one. Hey, hey. Yeah. Nice. Um. Also, that's where Vampire Weekend nicked that for the beginning of that. That's hey, absolute hey, hey. bastards. Pricks. Yeah. Yeah. But so we were like, we'd insist. We're like, everyone had to, like, if you picked one of us, you had to get the other one with you. Um, which normally would drastically alter the balance of a fair team game. But what we brought to a team was so t- statistically negligible. Yeah. It absolutely didn't matter at all. But that was a fun little thing to have. It was weird that it was established very quickly early on as well. It was like, we're obviously both so shit. Yeah. We might as well both be on the same team together. Yeah. But it was kind of nice if everyone else to just bend to that as well. Suggested uh, a lot of faith in our ability to be terrible all the time. Yeah, like, I think just, just had like fucking... zero impact on their lives yeah. at all. And they were just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who gives yeah. a shit? Uh, but yeah, that was so that was the first thing I had listed here for two of the browser one. Um, we, so yeah, again, primary school, like, it's all very hazy. Like, I feel like we're people who have very specific memories about certain things, but also it's, a lot of it's very vague. And oftentimes in my life, I have to think and go, did I just create an idealized version of you know what, I actually have to call you up on this here right because uh, when I was a kid Peter would just say stuff and I would just believe him and so I actually studied engineering for five years <laughs> and I was doing a project it's on, your fault on for planes me. well I mean you just said it with such authority I, like I've never trusted a word you've said since but <laughs> Peter told me when we were kids that um, you know when you're on a plane uh, you know you, sh- you should really try not to breathe so much towards the end because after about three hours in a plane you're just sitting in a box of farts and I was like fuck Wow! Yeah, yes. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it sounds like that would be the case. I mean, it, it sounds plausible to to the, the naivete of of a twelve year old. So, I was um I was sitting doing this project anyway on the the little like air governance system of a plane, <laughs> and I just yeah you know you know that like Killian Murphy like Inception meme yeah I was just like sitting there like hold on a sec the air is regulated like every five minutes Peter <laughs> fucking lied to me I didn't and thi- I I probably was like. I was enraged and I like told everyone like did you know this and they're like well obviously yeah <laughs> see that's an, it's an assumption I made as a child I was like, well, I'm sure that must be the case do you know and what so though I didn't, th- I didn't think I was lying to you I just was fully convinced of that myself you were spreading misinformation nice one I mean, you, you, you are fake news fair no, but that, again look I think it's on you for believing something that I said as a child and maintaining that through your life like I forgot about that I just said that once offhand because I, like, I guess that must be what it must be Grant, I, I guess I just trusted my own intuition too much Yeah. Like, I mean, that seems like it would be the case I want to live in a world where that is the case because I think that would be kind of fun yeah. but so we a few instances so after our primary school career was over sixth class or so you ended up moving near me because you lived used to live in Annerley Manor mm-hmm. Indeed uh, I did. in Ballyhays and then moved to a massive house that was built over the hill wow you know huge what? just 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 fucking do Dude, me like that chalk more yeah I mean I, I didn't choose it you know what I mean oh, but, you, but you fucking lived there you happy to live there yeah because I wasn't gonna fucking <laughs> up sticks and leave as a 10 year old child but um Peter is classist is what we found out I'm not classist I'm just class <laughs> But so Shane moved literally less than a kilometer around the road, 
And what was nice was we had a forest. Now, okay, we get a, had a forest. I know, I was going to say we're going to... So there was a big forest in between us that had a massive rising hill that to me, as a, between the ages of fucking 10 and 14, I was like, this is a fucking mountain. It was nice. huge. It was amazing. And we were like in the trees all the time, tire swings, all that typical crack. Uh, only like three, four years ago, just before lockdown. Just, just really quickly before I as well. So, so there was a tire swing at the top. Like we just did the dumbest shit. There was a this tire swing at the top of a hill, or it was like this little like alcove kind of. Like it was really it was like fucking a vert, high. It was like a vert drop into like yeah. a, ho- a hollow. I think it was the hollow, like yeah, a yeah. big clearing in a forest. It, it, it basically looked like there was like a landslide at some point, right? Yeah. And uh, so there's this tree at the top of the hill, uh, which I assume was why it just kept all the ground dirt together and stuff, yeah. so it didn't collapse. But uh, it was it was just fucking gigantic and there was a tire swing hanging off it and me and peter had this i don't know if we called it a game we just took turns jumping off the edge yeah and yeah, just rolling down and it hurt a lot and i don't know why we did it, it wasn't fun no i didn't enjoy it but it was like just the thing to do at the but time every day we we're like fuck that was cool you know let's <laughs> let's go again yeah and that was that was we used to spend days doing that which well, so kinda... we yes yeah, so we had so we'll get to those in a second because we, we, we had a good way of designing games that were so simple to the point where you go why are you playing that but so shame is me, it a game shame yeah. me very so a few years ago then the, that crop forest was culled was like was harvested and we got to see how big the massive mountain hill was nothing pretty small you could pretty much see over it into your house um, but Jamie never went your heroes I'm with, yeah. <laughs> when Jamie around the corner that was, I was, I was the first time in my life I'd ever lived near a friend so I could go call into the house or call or whatever, whatever the fuck it was and we had a few nice instances uh, there we had the infamous blue vision, blue vision moment yeah that wow we were making popcorn once and Shane had like a translucent blue bowl and I think you were reaching into the press to get something or whatever and I just picked up the bowl and shouted blue vision at you and just shoved the bowl very hard into your face. I think I think in your defense what you were trying to do is just like put the bowl over my face so everything would be blue. But what ended up happening was the tip of this like really hard plastic bowl smacked me just on the bridge of my nose That's what it was, yeah. and I like collapsed. And my mother who is prone to the dramatic ran in going like, "Oh my god, what's happened?" And I was just like on my knees going like <laughs> and I just remember here hearing Peter go like Maybe it was Blue Vision. Blue Vision. <laughs> it, just, it just brought me back to life. It was hilarious. We also had an instance where me and you were both in primary school arguing over a, a pen. Oh, God. And I have really both it was had a pencil. A pencil. Actually, it was a pencil. We both had a hand on this pencil. And I was like, I'm not giving up this pencil. I'm going to fucking die quicker than give up this pencil. I was, I was pulling down. Peter was pulling up. And then I was like, I actually don't care at all and let go. And you shoved it with all the force that a fucking 10 year old can manage right into your thigh. Into my leg. And I actually had. So the nib broke off and <laughs> you could see it in my knee. Like, I assume it's dissolved since. But yeah, you could. The little gray dot. In there your was like a gray dot in my knee. Uh, it could still be there. I just don't want to take my trousers off and change Ah, go on. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Is there like a, a, I'll a, do it I'll a, do anything a, I'll do anything once <laughs> But anyway So we had Blue, Blue Vision Which was great Now again That's what I'm talking about The games we would we would come mm, up with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now again Struggle to call them games Barely activities <laughs> We um, So we had the game Where we just throw ourselves down a, a, wooden, a wooded hollow That was very sore And would destroy our clothes And be like That seemed like the thing to do That's we great We looked cool though We looked cool as fuck We looked ass as shit yeah, yeah. Um, But we also had I know Kellogg's Years back Did a promote A health promotional Toy thing you heard They would just give out a, Like a hacky sack Like a little bean bag In um, in their boxes of cereal And I got one It was called a footy buddy Okay so just really quickly here Peter's enunciated that quite well It's a like a footy buddy As in a buddy yeah. for your foot When Peter fo- first showed it to me He said Footy buddy This is a footy buddy And I was like <laughs> I guess that's what it's called <laughs> then. What it's called. So I called it the footy buddy For ever 
Yeah. And then like only like a couple of years ago, you were like, do you remember the footy buddy? And I was like, what the fuck is the footy buddy? Because it's a buddy for like learning how to play football, to, like no, foot it's, control. It's not, it's not a buddy, Peter. It's it's a buddy. A buddy. Yeah. But I was like, it's a footy buddy. Footy buddy. Because like, I was so used to saying at this point. But it's a little, it's, it's, a, it's a hacky a hacky sack. It's a little small, little beanbag ball. But it, like it wasn't like, this is from like in, in like the nineties where like everything was just op. So it was like a like just the it was weighted so well. Perfectly, it was great. You know, yeah, it was just, it had perfect, as often should be. It, yes, it had perfect pegging capabilities. Yeah. So myself and Shane very quickly established this this very simple game where and we did this hours days on end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We would sit in my sitting room and push. I'd sit in one armchair, push it to the back wall as far away from Shane as it could be, and Shane would push the other armchair to the other end of the room, and we would sit there. And the game was you had to throw this as hard as you possibly could at the other person, and they weren't allowed to flinch. Yep. That was ace. And if you did, n- nothing happened, but you just weren't allowed to do it. You were just like, oh, you're a shitbag. Yeah, and you, then, and the then the game would flinch. continue. You know, yeah, like and, but like, we were throwing these really fucking hard, yeah. as hard yeah. as we could. Yep. That was a great wee game. Uh, Footy Buddy was a bit of fun. Uh, we also were big fans of ping pong. After me and Dad bought a ping pong table, we spent a summer playing ping pong an awful lot to the point where, like, we... The game we weren't like technically very good, like we didn't understand like the dynamics of the game too much, but we're like, what can we control our technique and things? That to the it point. Was, it was more like a, as far as we never counted. It was like a conversation filler. We just like hit it back and forth and yeah. just chat and have some cans. It was really nice, but we learned. We got to a point where we were able to return serves with wooden spoons. Yeah, we like were like we learn with this. Fuck it, why not? It was like some proper like Bruce Lee wax yeah. on wax off. Do you want to do you want have another bit of your childhood destroyed as well? Dad's disassembling that shed where the ping pong table is. That's gone. Just kill me now. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's gone. I'm already dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> That shed's gone, which is very sad. But um, we also did so now. These I really rack my brain to think of the different shit we used to do. I I, I got loads. Just well, just in your driven. house one time as well in the island. We just remember we were just talking and throwing a ping pong ball over and back, and then we just were like, oh, we've been doing this for about eight hours, and all of this would be non-verbal as well. We'd be like mm-hmm. not speaking and just doing this, and then I'd go, okay, I guess I'm coming home now. Just hit flow, you know. Yeah, we'd hit man. We'd hit, get into like a fugue state with a ping pong ball. Flow. <laughs> um, but th- there was but some- there was one so just on the ping pong thing. Mm-hmm. Remember one time we heard about that thing where you cut a ping pong ball in half I- <laughs> <laughs> do you remember this we read about this online and thought let's fucking do this sorry just to be clear Peter read about it online and I had to do it believed him yeah. now why would I have a, I, this was 2009 I had no reason to distrust the internet um, I'd read that if you cut a ping pong ball in half tape it over your eyes put on headphones with white noise in it and then look into like an office lamp or shine a light in your face. You're bombarding your brain with so much white noise, so much information that it can't make sense of. You just hallucinate vividly. Uh, we tried that. Uh, I think your mom had walked in to see us like leaning back, reclining in a chair with ping pong balls over our fucking eyes, blasting shit in our headphones. Didn't work at all. Not at all. It was just Not a really a boring 30 seconds. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, 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 I, there was also something I remember the first time I was over in Peter's house and I went into his room and he was showing me all his stuff and he just sh- turned with a sealed jar in his hand he was like look at this and I was like right and he just went it's a fart in a jar yeah, I farted into a jar and I remember thinking this guy's fucking he's he's on the inside track here I he farted into a jar and closed it as quick as I could and just left it there for years and I just farted in that jar I like periodically think about that it's like <laughs> there's just like the level that you had to be at to conceive of farting in a jar and keeping it just thought it'd be nice to have. Wow. I do have, at the moment in my house, at this point in time, I have two... Two fart jars. Well, I've got two bottles of uh, spirit. I think one's a, a bottle of whiskey and one's a bottle of, like, vodka, whatever. But there's enough left for a shot in both of them. But I've farted into both of them <laughs> as well. So I'm like, if I'm ever stuck and I need They're to like get... stewing. It's like, if I need to get on it on a night out, it's like, I, we can take wow. this. But also, it comes. it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, you, It's a you, double-edged you, bottle. There's like, I get to drink a shot, but I have to drink a fucking fart as well. You're also going to have, what, like, that hospital virus, you know? Yeah, it's, e. coli. Yeah. It's also apparently... <laughs> Huffing your own waste is called jankum. 
<laughs> sure. I mean, why not? Well, you it know, is. It is. I'm again, not something. I'm just going to believe now. I'm and, not lying this time. <laughs> I'm thinking it's just called Jankum, where people just shit into, into a brown paper bag and huff their own stuff. Oh my god. Let me see, Jankum. Uh, yeah, a popular street drug among people in among Zambian youths. They would probably put the feces and urine in a jar or a bucket and seal it with a balloon or lid, respectively. Then leave it out to ferment in the sun afterwards, and then would inhale the fumes created. Jankum. I Jankum. I hardly know him. Gross. Lovely. I basically have got some jankum stewing in my gaff. Um, Fermented jankum. Exactly. We also did the thing as well. These all occurred at the same time. We took those tablets that invert your taste buds. Oh, that was epic. Add a load of fucking lemons. I'm like, licked loads of lemons. My <laughs> yeah. mom came in and she was like, what are you doing? We're like, licking lemons. She was like, why? I'm like, well, we bought these tablets off the internet and she fucking lost, lost it. it. <laughs> if you came home and saw your son's, ra- your son's, your, your son and his friend ravenously eating fucking lemons, you go, what happened? We just ate some tablets we found online. You would freak the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, to be fair, I get her now, but like, at the time, massive buzz. Like, Maeve, what are you doing freaking out? Yeah, like, it's just... fine. Also, this woman, Maeve, would routinely force feed me toasties. Well, you wouldn't fucking eat anything else yeah so may have at the head of me more than i had toasties in that house <laughs> <laughs> one time no i'm jumping all over the place i also need to do another fucking wee wow me too do you want to cross streams oh you're tweaking my fucking lingo now let's bro. go lovely no leave it there. i'm gonna have that later on <laughs> but so you headed off uh, once all the stripes of all that was done you were then flip-flopped and you headed off to vermont mm-hmm. vancouver Vermont. You got it right the first time. You shouldn't have. Burlington. Well, oh, nice. Yeah, see, I got wow. the I got the secondary location. Woo. Yeah, Burlington, Vermont. Mm. You headed off, and you were like, "I'm throwing a big party in Cabin before I go," and I was like, "Okay, cool." And you were like, "Yeah, it's gonna be the the, the first time that a lot of because I'd met a lot of your kind of college friends and things mm-hmm. like that, but it was gonna be the first time that a lot of your kind of OG Cabin heads were gonna meet the Dublin heads." And now, not to anyone's discredit, but engineers and people from Cabin aren't the most social of animals at the best at times. Poor people you'd really want to meet. Well, see, and this is the thing. So you were kind of you were a bit concerned about it's been the first time a lot of these people are meeting. How's this going to play out? And I was like, I've got a fucking plan. And I can still remember Maeve's face when I came into the house and put a sports bag on the table and opened it to reveal lightsabers, Nerf guns, and fireworks. But for context, Peter didn't show the fireworks, did you? I don't think so. Mm. Okay, so but they were there, they were present, and I feel like she felt their energy. And so my mother very rightly was like, Peter, if anything happens. I'm holding you solely responsible. Yeah. Which I feel like... There was like 40 people coming. Something was going to break. Yeah, but it was realistically going to be you. But to, my, so to me, to my my thinking was, if you've like run around the garden with Nerf guns or like reenacted the jewel of the face from Star Wars with someone, you can probably fucking talk to them. So this would be a great ice-breaking moment. Also, just for have. clarity, there was like Twister and everything else as well. And these were games that myself and Peter actually bought together. Mm. So this one time we went to Smith's in Dublin. Oh, yes. And Peter wanted to get some Nerf guns before a show. And we had like a budget, right? And... I was like, I just want some little hand pistols that we can just shoot off into the crowd. And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. And uh, we walked in anyway. It was like 15 euro, like or like 20 euro for one of the guns, but like 30 euro for two. We're like, okay, 30 euro. That, that's, we, we're only going to get one, but it, you know we can get two for 30 euro. And then we're like, what if we're going to spend 30 euro? There's like the fucking Duminator 8 over here. You know, it's a little shotgun thing. We can get that, but it's, it's 35. It's like, well, if we're spending 35, we might as well spend 50 euro. Yeah. What can we get for get 50 the, euro? The double barrel boy and all this kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and we worked it up to like, the fucking the crunch megazord fucking 800 euro fucking yoke with yeah. double blast and fucking ass pump shit and we were like we'll be and then we went I don't know we won't get anything yeah. grand <laughs> fine we yeah, yeah we were gonna get live, we went from like single pump 12 euro boyos up to well let's just get the biggest fucking gun in the shop but that's what I will say as well is that I feel like to our credit and to our to our demise are very well paired in terms of like if that's where it's going, it's going. Like it was very rarely we both said to each other I don't think that's a good idea that's grand we are like the kind of the, the friends who are like 
if man was said to me, look, if Shane jumped off a fucking bridge, would you do it? I, go, I probably would. Like that's, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. And when it's like, at least he'd be doing it as well. But what I will say is, I feel like we both have a similarly matched sense of adventure. Uh, which I that's think that's one way of putting it. It's a cute way of putting it. <laughs> but uh, there was one instance where it was Ross Farley's twenty-first birthday party, and I, and this to your credit, and I really, I really appreciate this. It showed an awful lot of trust and also a willingness to be like, I'm just not going to question. I'm just going to go for it. I turned up at your door dressed as Spider Man, and you opened the door. First of all, didn't look surprised, and we're like, oh well, what's up? And I was like, just get in the car. I'll explain along the way. And you were like, grand, fine. What? <laughs> what? Even like, wait, no, tell me. You were like, okay. And then your mom May was like, "Is that Peter?" And you were like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Come in and say hello." You were having a massive family dinner. There was maybe like fifteen people at the table, and May was like, "Guys, this is." And then looked at me and paused for a second and went, "This is Peter." A lot of disappointment in like two syllables. I just saw her being like, this man's 20 fucking three years of age (laughs) and he's still dressed up as fucking (laughs) Spider-Man. Like for context, I guess, we've disappointed my mother just innumerable number of times. And um, one of them was, (laughs) I was just thinking back when we were talking about like the footy buddy and stuff, right? Yeah. We decided we were going to stay awake for 72 hours. (laughs) And we like planned it out. People have died. Yeah. So we, we, we planned it out. We got all these movies. We were going to watch them. And we got through day one because we're like, ah, this is kind of like a regular occurrence of the summer, right? Day two was kind of hard. Day three, we were flagging fucking fast. We had to like go for walks and everything just to kind of like keep with it. Yeah. And on like hour 69. Yeah. Hey, this is like, I don't know, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Peter was like, I'm done. I can't. And I remember being so broken. I was like, Shane, I I really can't. It's not, it wasn't even a choice I made. I wasn't giving up. My body was systematically shutting down. And I was like, Peter, don't do this. Don't. Don't do it. We are so close. Yeah. We are so close. And Peter just went to sleep. And then, so at nine o'clock, Peter's mom, <laughs> Peter's mom drove up and she was like, uh, Maeve, have you seen my son? <laughs> Wait, I, I, forgot, I didn't tell mom that I was yeah. doing this. Well, I just came to your house for that, for like a hang and you were like, do you want to stay awake for 72 hours? And I was like, ah, yeah. And so, Go for it. And so, <laughs> and so mom was like, yeah, he's He's been here for like three days. <laughs> and I saw Peter's mom downstairs and I was like, oh, fuck. Peter is comatose on the bed. <laughs> I was like trying to shake him awake. I was like, Philomena is going to, she, she's going to come from my balls yeah, if yeah. if she finds out that I've made his, her, her son stay awake for like 72 hours. So I was trying to wake Peter up like yeah. vigorously. And at one point it got so, like, I just started out like trying to slap him in the face. And I just thought, fuck it. Uh, like we're going to have to like, just like jumpstart this bad boy. And I like jumped in the air and like whacked my hand down in the fiercest slap of my <laughs> life, like like the house shook and Peter didn't didn't even move, and I was like fuck okay I might have I might have actually killed Peter, <laughs> and about twenty seconds later he just went, did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> and then we went down and it was fine. But um, yeah. on that three day test of physical human endurance that we undertook as fourteen year olds, Epic. we also absolutely one shot the entirety. That was released at the time of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge series. Oh, yeah. Which was a massive moment for us as well. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. But, yeah, so a few other things we did as well that I think we're kind of what we'd like to bring up as well. Just on us being very ill-suited to making wise decisions in each other's company, we, I don't know if you remember this, I'm sure you do, we jumped through the bonfire and high-fived in the middle at Liam Vanderspeck's 21st birthday party as well. Yeah. Fucking proper form. <laughs> but just, like, there was a video and, remember, there's a footage or there's audio of Yvette going Peter don't you have a promising music career but no concern for you at all you're like yeah off you go man you'll be grand but again I don't know who pitched the idea we're like I oh, yeah, will jump through that and high five in the middle of it I don't know I just feel like my I don't want to say philosophy because that kind of sounds like I've thought it through but like like attitude towards things is generally like I've never and I'm sure this is true for like a lot of people but I've never been in a situation 
that's so far beyond fucked <laughs> that I can't find some way out of it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's like yeah, I'll I'll, I'll like I and, and this is definitely hubris, but like I just have this like overconfident overconfidence in mm. my abilities to like unfuck myself basically. <laughs> and like I genuinely like I feel like I I kind of toe that line pretty well. But uh, so that, it, we also did the week uh, I came home from a break in touring. And I was like, "Can I crash with yours for like a week in Dublin when you move to uh, to Ranla?" Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Yeah, sure. I've got college on, but like, you're welcome to crash if you want." And then I think a day or two in, I was just like potting around your house on my own. And then you're like, "Do you want to hang out with Cara?" Yeah. And you're like, "Do you want to just come to college with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I went to UCD for a week. We went to like alchemy lectures. We tried to play bogeys. Peter, and Peter English. says alchemy. It was it was just it was just material science. Which Your man looked like a fucking alchemist to me. Okay, he, did. he looked like he was at Home, Harry Homeboy yeah. looked like he was fucking Professor Figglesforn or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> you know what I mean? We went. We played bogeys in an English lecture that was a really full once. It was so uncool. Our flaw with it was that we didn't pick a place where you could move around. Everyone could just tell the sound was coming from the two lads sitting there that they hadn't seen all fucking term. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If we were in like a library, you could we were there like tittering away being like oh it's so funny and everyone was like Jesus shut just, the fuck up lads just fucking leave yeah. No. <laughs> yeah no it wasn't fun Um we also there was one instance where um myself and yourself and Sean were staying in your house and it's safe to say the phones weren't exactly flying around for any of us at the time mm-hmm. we woke up and you were like right lads whatever you can find you can eat right do you remember this and I um Sean managed to find like an egg Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck it was, I think you found like a bit of toast, or whatever. I found the t- like the corner end of a bag of Cheerios and a burger bun. I was like, Grant, oh, chuck this, chuck the Cheerios in the burger bun. And as I was eating it, I was like, Oh, it's like a bap. It's like really flowery. And, and I looked at the bottom, and it was all blue mold. It was dribbling down my chin, fucking rotten. Yeah, I was routinely poor in college. <laughs> I, I I had a couple of like poverty meals. Your kitchen was always full of slugs as well. Which, to be fair, was not my fault. Mm. It was just like the poor structure of the house. Fair enough. Right, but. So one of one of my meals was rice, um, and I used to like sneak into the canteen and steal ketchup to just add some flavor <sighs> to it. I ate rice for like three weeks, and someone told me actually there was like a case of like three guys in Cork who do that to try and save money for like just pints. Yeah, and they all got scurvy, so I stopped that. <laughs> then I moved on to beans. Beans got pretty fucking boring after a while, so I started dipping popcorn in it. Which oh, shame. I I have confirmed that there's a guy I know with Crohn's who actually like physically can't digest popcorn. Who's like yeah. That it it slaps. It's 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 <laughs> fucking a one. And it, I'm telling you, you, just dip it in the sauce and you eat it. It's amazing. When my I had went through a period last year of very of like forced frugality uh, and forced frugality because you were spending money on pints. Well, yeah, of course. I no, mean, I did. I was drinking my weight in pints pretty much as, as quick as I could, as often as I could. But I had no money. Legend. Yeah, <laughs> sauce legend, man. Just, this guy's get, fucking, get him on the south, man. Goals points, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's a pint warrior. <laughs> But uh, I had this depression meal that I would eat, um, and it would... Don't call it that. (laughs) It was just boiled rice um, and the tortilla crisps from Tesco for a bit of crunch, which cost, (laughs) at the time, 32 cents. And I'd get them rice, and then, uh, ma'am, every time I would go home, I would routinely be given back a bag of that Violife vegan cheese, Mm -hmm. put that in, it'd just be the yellowest-looking dish of all time. I'd eat a bowl of that with a spoon. That's... And it would glob. It'd be like a risotto. Almost, it would all like glob together when the butter. When the if there is a single mouth. Italian listening to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he, I'm. Well, so no. Sorry. Hopefully, he has a girlfriend at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that good? Do you want to fist pump me for that? No. Shane just fist pump me. He's lying when he <laughs> says he didn't. That's, that's, that's wow. <laughs> um, so that we also now I want to talk about a few of the trips we've been on. 
we did so we went into railing which was a great that was a whole thing that's where we almost killed ourselves on our on our party um you make it sound like a like a dungeons and dragons raid or something it did feel like that at the time as well really halfway up up a mountain in innsbruck yeah obviously um but no we went well i was living in london at the time and you said i'll I'll come over and see you i was like yeah sure and you're like i'm going to edinburgh and i was like oh grand i'll get the train up to edinburgh and on the way on the train again this is another example of your sense of adventure that i find really endearing and expensive on the soul and the wallet um we were like, do you want to go to Loch Ness? I was like, fuck yeah. I mean, we're going to be in Edinburgh, so like, how far can it be? Rented a car. The car it's actually was, kind of far. So we ended the car anyway, and we're like, right, sat nav up, type in Loch Ness. It's a four and a half hour drive, mm-hmm. which, to be fair, flew by. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, all the we saw every single season on the way there. Yeah. Really sunny one, but snowed for a bit. That's cool. Really fucking foggy, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I also, I don't know if you remember, it was like your birthday, like recently enough. It was like the weekend or something, wasn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I oh, uh, put yeah. together like a playlist, which Peter rarely plays. And I ripped it onto some discs. Ripped it onto some yeah, fucking yeah, discs, man, bro. Yeah, I was like, let's let's fucking take this back to 2008. But yeah, so Shane, as we get into the car to drive, Shane was like, oh, I, got, I made this CD, I made this like playlist for you for four CDs and also made it on Spotify as well but uh, it just was a collection of a load of songs that we absolutely loved we listened to this playlist on the way on this four and a half hour drive we also had a few lovely chats on the way as well mm-hmm. went to Loch Ness on the, on the way there we were listening this is just a nice example of a few of the tracks we were like hopping off uh, as kids uh, Pretender Foo Fighters obviously now this is basic as fuck but also means a lot to me you know Monster um, The Automatic I think, ra- I think there's a compliment in there <laughs> Punk Rock 101 yep. by Bone for Soup wow that is my fucking shit Fuck yeah. bro Teenagers My Chemical Romance obviously class Goodbye Mr. Ray The Hoosiers cracking album we're gonna get stuck into your theory about that album mm-hmm. later on mm-hmm. we've got Beverly Hills Year 3000 Shake It Cupid's Chokehold Unreal Underdog Kasabian uh, Here It Goes Again OK Go fucking unbelievable song it's really extensive it's really long Jerk It Out by the Caesars still to this day I maintain one of the best races of all time I oh my god so I didn't realise what that song kind of stood for at all Ah. Uh. Yeah, and I used to sing that around my mother. Yeah. Like, around the age when I was, like, transitioning from teenager to teenager. Yeah. Singing about wanking. Yeah, we've got Mercy by Duffy, Fascination. So we were just screaming along to these tracks as we go on, as we go to Loch Ness. We get there. We see the lake. It's amazing. We're looking around being like, where is she? Where is this bitch? Where is the monster? Mm-hmm. And then, I can't remember who pitched it, because I rarely remember who pitches what. Was it you? you it were was like, 100% me. Really? You just yes. wanted to see my dick and balls. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm claiming this for myself right now. There's no ambiguity here. This is my idea. Shane was like, let's go fucking skinny dipping in Loch Ness. So we do, immediately, we, there's no question about it. I mean, my clothes are immediately off. I think you said, let's go skinny. I'm already reaching for my belt. It was, it was also really fucking cold that day. Fe- February in February the fucking... in, in the moors of Scotland. Um, and it was, it was like ice cold. It was ice fucking cold. Yeah, and we were like, let's get into the water, totally bollock naked. We managed to get up to like our gooches. Like the thing is as well, right? The people don't understand is like, and so also disclaimer, lakes are bad, don't swim in them. That's what people get polio. What? A gulp of dirty lake water can like give you polio. That's what that's what happened to Ian Jury. It's so dangerous. I will never understand like the fucking catalog of information that is in your mind. <laughs> um, But... Uh, so we had to go very fucking far to get far enough. We had to walk so far. So it wasn't like we we wanted to go. So it's it's just shallow until it's very deep, which is like super bad. Don't swim in lakes, right? But um, we had to walk for so fucking long in like freezing cold water, and we had to cross this one stream, which was just diabolically cold. Yeah. And we like took off our shoes and everything and tried to walk across. And I just I will never forget like there was a moment where I was crossing that stream where I was like. It, 
if I stop here, I will be swept away and freeze to death. Yeah. Because of hypothermia. Thinking, it was, this is fucking stupid. It was so crisp and cold. And then stepping out of the stream then and back onto the land. And the land would be like frozen and fucking rock hard yeah. and really painful. It would like burn your feet. Yeah, yeah went the whole way out to get into the water. Didn't fully submerge. We managed to get up to our waists. We got up to our nuts in Loch Ness, which was great. Huge. Um, but then on the way back then, obviously in the, in, the, in the transit of all that kind of stuff, even though we'd rolled up our jeans, the trousers got soaking fucking wet. Mm-hmm. Get back to the car. We put them on the dashboard. Mm-hmm. Drive the whole way back to Edinburgh. <laughs> we then... We stopped to fill up the petrol, the car. We stopped to fill up the car, the, the rental car with petrol before we leave. We go to walk into the petrol station before we forget. Oh, we're full on still in our jocks. Yeah, we were like in a petrol that's... petrol courtyard at like 10 o'clock at night being like, fuck, we've no fucking trousers we also, on. We also couldn't um, remember if we had to put like petrol or diesel in. And I remember us standing outside the car for like a good 10 minutes kind of debating this and being like, why has no one come over to help yet? Because <laughs> we had our... Because we were naked. Um, <laughs> yeah, Edinburgh was amazing. We then went down, we were also, you came over another time to with uh, our good friend Dan to go to London. Our and we had a, an outrageous three days in London. Huge single. Uh, he accused... Not Dan, we wrote a song about him, I just, in case. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. We, for Dan's birthday, yeah. we mean Shane wrote a track for him. He's uh, very taken, ladies. But unfortunately, I got help him. Uh, I'm not. Um, so, just putting that out there. Like the cheese. <laughs> uh, yes. An easy single. Whoa! I like that. That's fine. Okay, I'm gonna gonna, gonna, gonna keep that. Um, Yeah, we were at three days in London with Dan and ourselves. We went to St James's Park, uh, did some drinking there. Went went to a drag show as well. It was a great crack. You got to crash in my place, my little studio apartment for two days. Uh, Dan saw my facial hair that I shaved off in the sink, and he said, "Ooh, it looks like curry powder." Mm -hmm. That sticks out in my mind. We also danced a lot to. Dance with myself by Billy Idol. That was, that was the track of the weekend for that. We also we, went to see um, was it oh, Alex Wicked. Honnold? Oh yeah, well I mean that too. The play, yeah. yeah. Alex Honnold, the free solo guy. Yeah, the free solo. We we went to, we watched free solo in the cinemas. What? Yeah. Do you not remember that? Is that it was, it was in like that cinema, we went to, like faces up. We went to Prince Charles. Yeah, yeah. Did that mm. when we saw that? Yeah, wow. yeah. You also bought me a lifetime membership for there. Oh wow. Which I absolutely rattled before I left. Uh, we also then on the last night watched In Bruges in bed, mm-hmm. uh, but we went to a, we went to like the Leicester Square Odeon, whatever the fuck it was. Bought some popcorn. And they're like, "Can I see your tickets?" And we're like, "Oh, we don't have tickets. We're going to leave." And they're like, yeah, "You can't do that." <laughs> we just left with the popcorn. Yeah. It's like surely you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm paying ten euro for this popcorn. I'll do what I also, fucking want with it. Like they should. Like that's a that's a good fucking business model for like Odeon. Cinepop is it's just the OG. Cinepop be lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look, there's just there's just so much shit. And like I said, I said to you earlier on. <laughs> I made a short list of all these different things that I wanted to bring up. It's It reads insanely. <laughs> Two with the price of one. Footy Buddy, Blue Vision, Pen in the Leg, Ping Pong, Ping Pong Balls and Nice, Tablets of Taste Buds, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridged, Going Away, Cauliflower vs. Broccoli, Edinburgh Pokemon. Uh, fucking, we didn't even talk about Pokemon. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, as, as I said here, I've got like a copy of the Hard Gold DS version like on my shelf. Silly. It's a special place in my heart. There's just so, there's so much more we can even go into. We didn't even mention another, another one of my favourite things we've done is the weekend that was meant to be like two hours work, which was the Rube Goldberg machine oh, for your college. Oh, fuck day. me. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk me through how this came about first. So, Shane studied engineer. And in one of the things, it was like design something or other. And presumably, the professor thought it would be fun for us to design a Rube Goldberg machine. Which people who don't know is one of those machines where like a domino will fall, it hits a thingy, it hits a car, it rolls down, it pops something, something falls. And then it's just like a machine, it's like a motor activated thing. It's like one... It's like an example of kinetic energy and potential energy, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it's, like, it's like an art piece kind of thing. Great. You see them on TikTok and, all the time. And, and, Dominoes and like, are a Rube Goldberg machine. They're like, the, the end result is like they have to perform some task, right? Yeah. And, and they build up all this like kinetic energy through potential, and then you know they execute this, this thing, right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this actually sounds like a bit of crack. So I was like, Peter, I'm coming home for the weekend. Uh, well, not sound like two hours. I know you've got loads of janky shit hanging around your house. We can like incorporate into this. It'll be a good crack. Yeah. 
And you were like, yeah, that sounds like good fun. Little did we know. So we never, we've never come as close to like falling out. There was, okay, so like <laughs> there's like three things that come to mind. The first is that Peter bit my stairs in fury. Does teeth mark still on the like fourth or fifth step or whatever? Yeah, sorry, Maeve. Um, she's never noticed, by the way, which is like, I mean, I wouldn't lucky look, you. I wouldn't look that hard at steps and honestly, Maeve actually would. Yeah, she would. I'm, I'm really yeah. lucky she yeah. hasn't noticed it. Um, there's there another point where like we just sat there just not speaking, just dejected. And I can't remember who suggested, but we were like, let's just go outside and scream. We did. This was like 11 o'clock at night as well. Yeah. It was really late at night. We went outside and just roared our head off for a bit. Had to have some sort of emotion release. There was one moment where, okay, so this would probably take like 300. We were like so deep into this. It was start. It was simple enough. We start with dominoes. There was a little car along a wall that ran along a bit the of cardboard. The hairdryer bit was pretty cool. Hairdryer would launch a ping pong yeah. ball. It would land in the back of a Lego night bus from Harry mm. Potter that I had. We had thumbtacks in the front of that. So there was a lot going on. It was working its way down the stairs. We thought gravity would help us there. And we also just like over time just took out loads of complexity because yeah, we were like no, we just like, need to get this to fucking work once once yeah and so just it was really immediately we became such an insurmountable task and at one at point at the end also just to be clear it was to open an umbrella that yeah, was, so that was we, what it had and to we had I'd load of like yeah we taped load of medals together that would just release and swing across the room on a massive fulcrum to like hit this umbrella and open it Um, it's something that like if Totsy and Declan were made to do it, would have done it in maybe 20 minutes and yeah. it would be fucking brilliant. To be fair though, I know a lot of like pretty good engineers who also fucking suffered through this. Like it was, well, it was hard. Right. But it took us two, the guts of two, three days. I think one of them was potentially an all-nighter. Like it took us yeah. so long and it was so rad. There was one moment where Shane's cat, Rosie, happened to walk in the path of it and stop a run that was looking pretty oh, sweet. Oh, fuck me, yeah. And I, you almost pulled this cat in half. Like <laughs> I just remember, like, like I didn't watch wrestling as a kid, but I just remember wanting to like suplex her up, fucking... yeah, and just fucking yeet her off the stairs, <laughs> just like, like ah. But um, it was the, it was stress I like I'd never felt it before. So we had to film it, and actually before the final take, I like I was like like post anger, I was just tired, yeah. and I just remember being like, I can't even cry, I'm so upset, and I walked into the kitchen and I just sat down. And just stared at the wall. And my mother came over and she was like, what's up, do you want to talk about it? I was like, no. And she was, she, for like the next 30 minutes, she just started coming out with shit like, you know, success is 99% perspiration and 1% yeah, inspiration. Course, yeah. And like, you know, it's always... Edison found out 2000 was how to not make a light bulb. And yeah, yeah, that. yeah. And, like, and I was like, I just can't fucking listen to this Fuck anymore. Off, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just like, I'm just going to fucking go back to it, I guess. And I recorded it. And just the, like, I wasn't even happy. I, it was just relief. Yeah. It was just sweet relief. That it's, it was over. It's you know, done. like Frodo. Going I was just, up, yeah. That's the exact example I was fucking thinking of. The relief, the sweet yeah. fucking relief. I remember once you sent me like a, you sent me the clip and we're like, it's fucking done. Because I think I dipped out. I was like, lad, I have to go. Like, yeah. I'm going to go insane. So I'd left you to the last few hours to do it yourself. And I got a text and you just said, it's done. And you sent me the clip and I was like, looks unreal. And then you sent me a second one. I was like, what's this? Do you have that? It's somewhere on a hard drive. Oh, fuck. It's a little clip where it's like, it's just the thing running as normal. And then the. <laughs> The mag, the metal swing across the room and hit the umbrella. And as it opens, it's that like the, the MLG three sixty blaze at nose scope trumpets going pew 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 and a massive yeah. explosion. There, oh my god! And like, then all the memes. Darude sounds for yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like smoke weed 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 weed. weed and I was like, like the sunglasses coming down and weed fucking things yeah. coming out. And I, I remember the, so the, like, the music was like you're the best around. And he had like a Doritos bag flying to shot as well. That was good fun. But no, Rube Goldberg. May he rest in shite. Uh, that was a fucking. <laughs> I completely trial. forgot about that. I, th- I think I like decided not to remember that. Like that, that was pushed deep into the recesses. Occasionally, of my mind. when I'm feeling really stressed and things are all on top of me, I will. It will jar me back to the like, fuck. This is how this is how that felt. Like it's it was so stressful because I was like trying to rely on objects like a ping pong ball and a domino and duct tape that would like move as you were using. So yeah. like, you've, now, you've now ruined it. We have we'd have it perfectly lined up 
And when you like, we'd fix Over one time, segment, it would just go back and degrade. It, yeah, such a fucking mess. I actually, that's honestly one of the top three worst moments of my life. Yeah, and that, like M- I mean, meeting maybe in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Bad times. Bad times at Ridgemont High. Um, but no, so again, that's just surface level shit that's been going on it's been great again it's I've, it's I've always found it very easy to have fun in your company which I think is a nice thing to say wow I mean like I yeah cool well I think by, by testament of the fact that like, we can sit there and just throw something over back across the room and not be like this is fucking boring it's like we found, we found delight in very simple things because we're both down to just be chill with that see the thing is I, like over the years and like because again because I feel like you were quite different as like a teenager like you kind of went away for a bit and came back and you're like this f- almost fully formed adult at the age of like 17. And I was like just leaving school. Yeah. And um, it was kind of weird. And like ever since then, I've like felt this like, I don't know, like pressure to be good crack in your company. <laughs> so I, I always get like, like, like pre-stage jitters before me being like, am That's I just, horrible. am I just not going to be able that. to riff with Pete today? You know, like <laughs> I, I don't, I it really that. gets you. I'm like, fuck, what if, what if I just can't hack it? What if I just can't hack the session? But on that as well, it's funny you mentioned the thing of like me coming back to fully formed adult because I've often thought only not often in the last two years or so um, that I yeah I went off at about 16 or so gigging loads all that kind of crack and then that finished up when I was like 21, 22 or so and what I was doing when I was 16 was the, in terms of like releasing albums and playing shows was the exact same thing I was doing at 22 and, I, and then I started to realize that like in that in that time you went off finished your leaving service went to college came across uh, started your job came across wholly new groups of people every single every single year you're doing a ma- moving into a brand new field of life every single step I saw I left and saw you like saw from afar so you become a man because I was like you've gone through all these finished in secondary school starting college getting my degree doing my masters getting a job you went through so many stages of life that I didn't because I was like gigging away see I feel like this is just the duality of man you know another phrase you right. dropped me once and I fucking love it <laughs> which is like it's it just like it's always easy when you do it or it's always simple when you do it it's never impressive right and like to me like a lot of people just do what like you finish your leaving cert you go to college you get a job and like from the from like that's not to take away from the fact that you have to personally grow through them though yeah but I mean like that, that, well that first of all that's a huge assumption that I did <laughs> Um, and like I, I don't know it's just like if, if you talk to anyone I feel like everyone everyone you say like oh yeah like my friend Peter he he like toured the world or whatever they'd be like wow that's that's pretty cool and you just reduce it down to just like sitting in a van you know, like it's... But that's it's, the reality it's, of what those things is. is like you are yeah, just like traveling to and from and, the show. And the reality of going to college is it's like fucking boring most of the time. And yeah, fair. Well, sometimes it's quite shit, you know. Um, and you're you're kind of stressed a lot, you know. You're like, you're poor for most of it. Um, and you don't have like these like, you know, huge American pie moments, you know. You're, you're just kind of like fucking around. And, and sometimes something interesting will happen. Um, but it's mostly just mundane, boring shit. But again, like, I feel like you're making an assumption that that doesn't happen for me. There was so much of being in a band that was not boring in terms of, not once it was bad, but it was just like you're just going to the mill of playing shows and you're recording an album. That that in and of itself becomes just part of your daily routine. Yeah, but like all the things that you learn along the way, the way that you conduct yourself, like traveling to a different country, being able to be there, seeing the different things that you get to see. I know a lot of the time it was in a hotel room, right? But like you still do get to go to these festivals, meet these people, develop this life, develop this persona, right? Uh, that... Like I simply never will, and mo- and most people never will. But but like a lot of people will go to college, right? Like it's it's just. It's because, a- but I think just because there's a common understanding of a predicted path through life, through like leaving certain in college and things like that, doesn't take away from what you can get from it and who you can become through that. You know what I mean? To get, yeah, it, but I mean, to, like it's 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 not a unique experience, right? I guess is is, is the point I'm trying to make. It's, but it's, it's not, unique it's to you because like it's your first time through life. It's our first time doing all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. So I mean, like, unique, wow, that's unique, deep. Uniqueness isn't a universal concept. 
know what I mean? Or is universal concept? What am I trying to say? I, I, I'm trying I, to be I, deep I there. I lost, lost the thread of that. There, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, look, the thing was like, I don't know. It's kind of, oh, I had a good point to make. Rare. Thank you. Uh, are we done sucking each other's dicks? Do you want to get through some <laughs> yeah, of the... <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Do you want to get through some of these segments? Yeah, go on. I want to get the Sonic seconds out of the way. Do you want to introduce the segment, actually? All you have to say is we're just going to go into Sonic seconds. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Sonic seconds. Hello, folks. Yes, this is Sonic Seconds, where we bring up two or three seconds from a track that we think just makes the track fucking great. What have you got for me? Okay, so I've, I've got a lot. Uh, and <laughs> I, I want to say most to all of them are just lyric-based. Um, so nice. you, you probably know it from, like, the Air ad or, like, you know, whatever okay. Wi-Fi ad. It's called Agnes um, by Glass Animals. Okay. And again, really, really cool song um, off an album, I think, called How to Be a Human, which is, like, a cool title for, for good, an album. Yeah, yeah. And... It's just a nice song. It kind of, kind of, to me, I got this vibe of like being like abducted by aliens. What, like, what's that word where, where you kind of like just beamed up, right? Like okay. this, like slow mo tractor kind of, beamed up to someone. Yeah, like like the slow ET vibe. That ascension right? thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like just like a really cool vibe. And uh, there's this one line here, uh, but essentially it's it's about um, the band's one of their friends. She suffered. She was manic depressive, and eventually she she just killed herself. Right, and um, I remember reading something that like the band member said, and he was like, "There's this one line which is my absolute favorite line," and he was like, "We're really happy with the song. We think it's really great. I have no fucking idea how I'm going to sing it live." Right, oh, yeah. and you can actually hear like they had to actually they only got one good take because they just kept breaking down playing it. And it's just this fucking raw emotion, and you, uh, you can play it. What I normally do is I just play a bit off the speaker into the, into the mic. Oh, and nice, yeah, yeah. Hear it I mean, like thing. essentially this this one line, it's like. It's you can just hear his voice break. It's it's just it's just raw. So you might recognize this a little bit. Anyway, just the you know just the line. You can hear his voice just kind of like crackle and break. Right, mm. it's like this time you pulled the fucking trigger. Yeah, it's just it's just uh, I don't know. Like Very I really potent. like the song until like, after after that. It's just ah, oh, it it just it it just hits right. It just fucking slaps, man. Slaps, bro. I'm gonna come up with one here now. It's a bit of an odd one. I don't know why. I just but this is the Kinks doing Victoria live. Okay. In the '80s, Ray Davies at the 25 second mark just has a nice little vocal moment that I think is really nice. Just a bit of power that he rarely ever uses. Mm-hmm. Really kind of yeah. nice little vocal fry at the moment. Do love the Kinks, I have to say. Love the Kinks. Incredible band. Village Green Preservation Society didn't even chart on release, but is. Correctly heralded right now. They're, yeah, I mean they were so song. underrated at the yeah. time. This my take, my hot take, and people don't agree with me on this. And I'm gonna say it right now, boys, my British old dude, I want. Um, who Beatles and Stones? Fuck the Stones off that list. Yep. Kinks should be the top, yep. one of the top three. Absolutely. In the top three of the, the, I mean, weren't they like essentially the grandfathers of metal? Well, yeah, well, like, you really got me with supposedly the first heavy metal yeah, track, yeah, yeah. which again you can see it in that riff. But just every single thing they touched turns to fucking gold that everyone ignored. Yeah, really horrible way to be in that band. And like, again, being but again, if they were in any other decade, they'd be the biggest band of that decade. It'd be yeah. the best. You just they're so fucking unlucky that they yeah. would come out in the same so decade as the overlooked. fucking Beatles. That yeah, incredible band though. Um, do you want to give us one more Sonny second, and then we move on to the next segment? Um, yeah. Okay. One, one, one I do quite like. Um, there's this band called Fiddler. 
mm. which, which stands for Fuck it dude Life's a risk Is that what they're called I never knew yeah, My yeah. fiddler were called that's, yeah, that's, that's, I like that That's, so, and, that's very you And, and I, I like it Because like They are three guys That just like Went out and fucking Just just throw caution to the wind Right Like when they say it You know they mean it Right Like right, that's, okay. that's what I like about them And they're like A really angry band <laughs> But just like They have these Insanely cogent moments Of just clarity Where a lyric will just hit you Where like a piece of music You'll be like Fuck these guys like these these guys get it right, yeah. but they're like and and they like disguise it and cover it up, and they're suffering, and it's not great. And like you know, I I, I don't I don't like to su- support people because they suffer, right? But that there's this one song called Bad Habits, right? Um, which is a great song to me, right? Yeah. Because it's it's about this guy who's just like he's in a band and he's just lost himself to it, and uh, it's it's almost like this journey of realization that he has over the, where it's like it starts where he's like you know fuck you you know yeah i i drink all day so what like whatever you know i'm I'm just and it's like this slow like he's just decaying as a human being yeah and there's this one line where it's like uh i drink till i'm mad and i love being sad and then like a pause it's like he just screams oh my god i'm becoming my dad oh. <laughs> and it's just, it's just brilliant Class. i really really like it love it fiddler great band you should look them up right that was sonic seconds Sonic seconds. Next segment I ever want to do is a fun little one uh, called Gargle Box. Now, Out of context, it probably sounds very weird to you. We had a segment called Nevermind the Fuzz Box, which used to, was a riff on Nevermind the Buzzcocks, where we would like put a mic through a fuzz pedal, sing into that, and people would try and guess what it is. That's just really hard to make mobile. Uh, so we just kind of reduced it down to just gargle box. We just gargle a sup of water and sing a riff and just try and guess what it is. So I'm going to go first. <laughs> Hanging out, drinking in the back of an El Camino as a kid. Uh, was a kid, no one knew me by name. Ron has body got nobody gave. Well, no, not, not the one you thought you knew back in high school. Yeah, nice. Fat um, lay by some pretty one. They and I start breaking up. No way. Where? Yeah, wow. Where protein? Yeah, nice. <laughs> go on, you go for it. Jesus Christ, I don't... Just think of any song ever. You just, it, it, you've just completely put me on the spot here. I know. Um... <laughs> Name. Gorillas. Fucking Clint Eastwood. It's not. Yeah, their songs are hard to. It's the one that goes sunshine in a bag. Yeah, I think it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I will say that Gorillas track on Melancholy Hill. So melancholic on that bloody hill. Nice. It's a lovely melody in that. Right, guys. Fucking rimmed cargo box. There we go. We're coming up to the last, no, the second last segment now. Because we're just rattling through these because like, we just caught up in the chats. This is Have I Got Tunes For You. We recommend an album that you might like to listen to. The album I'm going to recommend is an album me and Shen really, really heavily bonded over. It was the first album I ever properly, properly, properly listened to, like an awful lot, till I knew it inside out. 
which was the Hoosiers' first album, uh, The Trick to Life. Now, Shane had a crackpot theory about how this album was a concert album, but the band admitting to murdering someone. Am I right or am I right? Uh, yeah, no, no. Shane, yeah. Shane had like a like had written out. It was like if you look at the track, if you listen to the tracks this way in this playlist in this order, this band are talking about how they've killed someone. Uh, but I'm just gonna run through the tracks here. Worried about Ray, cracking single, worst case scenario, one of the best overlooked courses on the album to, for me. Run Rabbit Run, a terrifying, terrifying moment in it. Goodbye, Mr. Ray, the massive track that it deserves to be. Sadness runs through him being a song that a band like this shouldn't have come out with. Like it's such a potent, great wee track. I thought it'd be something that like. You know, I thought someone like um, like Radiohead would come out with something like that, not the Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Clinging on for life, great. Cops and robbers, my favorite track in the album. Everything goes dark, great. Killer, fine. Um, oh, killer! On, that's the one, the killer on the loose, isn't it? It's literally I killed a person. I can see what you're getting yeah, at, bro. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the one? The the run, run, rabbit, run. Run, rabbit, run. It's like yeah, like him, him running away, right? So, that's, so yeah, the melody in that's really fucking scary. Yeah, to me. yeah. Yeah, really fucking freaky. Cops and Robbers. Cop, like I said, Cops and Robbers, my favorite track in the album. Yeah. Love that. But yeah, I, I think it's a cracking album. Really, really good. They released a few different. My version of the album was a red cover. Was, oh, remember there was a blue one I think and mine a was yellow. Which was yellow? Yeah. There was a purple one here. I had a red one. There was a blue one. It's kind of cool to like release that a little different, cool. yeah, different cool. coloured uh, versions of it. They had a track on their second album as well. Also, seven years, seven years between albums. Wow. But the illusion of safety. That track choices. Mm. That was a good. Yeah, single. that was good. I yeah, enjoyed I like that. that. I also know that uh, Peter Rugman is a fan of this. Uh, so Peter, enjoy. He got sorry. Just 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 chat, Peter. I know he ended up getting up to play with the Hoosiers a few weeks back at a show of theirs in in England. He got up and got to sing with them. Wow. Some people have all the fucking luck. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Um, I yeah. Uh, for for what it is, um, I really like uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy by Kanye. O- no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about yeah. to fucking slap your shit up. You've just undone all yeah. of what we just said there. It's snapshot by the straps. Now, now you're back in the good books. Now you're back in the fucking um, good books. <laughs> no, I, I do like, um, and I used to listen to it a lot over lockdown. Actually, I, I don't know why. I just got into it, a big kind of Jamie T um, zone. Yes, yes. Kings and Queens. Can't go wrong. Mad for that album. I remember once we were on a bus going somewhere. Can't remember. If we're going back to Cav, there maybe? Be. Huh? Bus going somewhere. Nice. Um... We were on a bus and you just handed me a bud and we're like, stick this in and it was Kings and Queens. We listened to a lot of the James Because I liked his first one. Yeah. Uh, Sheila or whatever the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good album. Kings and Queens has a really nice sophistication mm-hmm. to it. So yeah, I mean like, I, I quite like him because like he has a lot of like social commentary in his mm. in his songs. Like he has a really great one now and it's kind of like, uh, like about Brexit. Um, and it's like, the I think it's the, the likeness of being or like the old time Raiders maybe maybe there are two different songs it's one of those anyway it's yeah. where it's, it's it's just it's a really really great song um but uh like he just he just has this like emotional like range where like one song a song can be like just really stupid like oh we're the lads yeah. and then one's just like about like this guy who cheats on his girlfriend and she just shoots him right like it's yeah. a, it's just they're really really good songs Potent, um, yeah. I, I i do quite like them a lot fair play well that was have I got tunes for you? Now we're coming to the last segment, and I'm kind of going to surprise you a little bit here. With a voice so soft, it'll put you to sleep, and a face that makes you want to beat your knees. It's Ross Farley's acoustic corner. Ross Farley's acoustic corner. Look what I've got in my bike. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a little no. melodica. No. So, I'm going to make you play something. I'm sure we could figure out the, the rudimentary notes of Two for the Price of One, yeah. Hey. 
two, go, one, going. two. The price of one, yeah. That's the number, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microtonal. It's what it's. It's right. Guess. So I'm just gonna be licking your spit now. That's it. Yeah, right, this is Pete and Shane with their classic hit all the way from 2006. One, two, three, four. Two for the price of one year. Two for the price of one. Hey, hey. Two for the price of one year. Two for the price of one. Hey, hey. Lovely. We're playing Lady. EP. Lady. <laughs> Lady. Fucking back pocket is <laughs> fucking brilliant. It's time for you to leave my fucking house. Yeah, sorry, and your lovely gaff in yeah. fucking Dublin as well. Mm-hmm. That has been episode forty-two. Yeah, so we have to we have to do the sign off though. Oh, okay. We've got to sign off for this show. We're very we're pros here. But first of all, I like to always ask when you people have been on for the first time. Have you had a nice time being on the podcast? Um, yes, actually, I have. I have. Okay, there's a point of consideration there that I find very hurtful. No, I, I just honestly I had this weird brain fart where I didn't understand any of the words you said, <laughs> and I had to like play it back in my head. I have, I've, I've had a great time. Um, I hated being put in the spot to play piano after me <laughs> actually telling everyone that I couldn't play, and you guys being like, "He's just being modest." I'm actually just no. Crap. I did. I, fe- I leaned it hard, and you've got great at piano, man. You're grand. And then yeah. I saw that. Do you believe me now? I 100 percent do. You okay, have totally good. abandoned your skills. Yep. Nothing. Uh, nothing there. Fantastic. Downstairs for dancing. You know? <laughs> Well, anyway, so the way we sign off on this part, well, thank you for being on. It's been a pleasure to have you on. It's been nice to take a, a walk down through memory lane, mm-hmm. uh, painful and vacuous as all they may be. Um, so, this has been episode 42 of Higher Fidelity. I've been Pete. I've been Shane. And we're here to remind you to be rooting, keep tooting, be tooting. <laughs> fuck. And <laughs> no. peace and love. What? Fuck you, rock and roll. <laughs> 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 anyway. We didn't even talk about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for a single second.